Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Well, good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. We are a Christian, Protestant Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday and every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and God bless all of you. We're happy that you could join us and be with us. The Lord has a word for us tonight, and I am grateful that his very presence is in our midst because he declares that where two or three of us are gathered together in his name, there he is in the midst. Amen? And it is so. The Lord is with us, and I can feel his very presence. Amen? I know that this has been an interesting season for many of you. Uh, Some of you are going through some very challenging circumstances, and many of you um, have not yet developed the level of faith or the Christian discipline that you really need to come through this particular season. But do know that the Lord is with you. Amen? The Lord is with you. And if you will stick with him, He will bring you through in spite of your lack. Whatever the situation is, God is faithful. And it would be good if people would believe that he is faithful, because he is. But what most people do is they run around in their feelings, motivated by thoughts that do not line up with the word of God. And so once they get um, motivated in their emotions, they allow their emotions to take them anywhere they want the, the devil wants to take them. He'll pull one string of their emotions or two and run them all over the place. They won't be in control of the devil. The devil will be in control of them. Why? Because they're allowing him to do so by not obeying the word of God. The word of God says to cast down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. You've got to bind those thoughts. You just can't let your thoughts run wild and just think any old thing and feel any old thing. You have power and authority over your thoughts and over your feelings in Jesus' name. You have power and authority over your thoughts and over your feelings in Jesus' name. You know the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. You should have yourself under the control of the Holy Spirit at all times. The devil shouldn't be able to come by on a wind and have you feeling and thinking stuff that you overcame already a long time ago. Amen? 
You should be able by now, with all the training that you've received in the word of God, to speak to your own emotions and speak to your own thoughts in the name of Jesus and bind them and then release what the scriptures say. That's how you walk in victory. You actually do what the scriptures say to do. Now, there are people who may not have learned as much as you have been exposed to, and they just run around hollering and screaming and feeling everything and being all out of control. But you know, that's not what the Bible says for a Christian to do. The Bible says that a Christian is supposed to get a hold of their thoughts, their thoughts that spur their emotion. And the Christian is supposed to maintain self-control. Amen? That's what the Bible says. And Jesus can't lie. The Holy Spirit can't lie. Your Heavenly Father can't lie. You have the ability, you have the power through the name of Jesus to deal with your own emotional fallout. Yes, you may need help from your brothers and sisters in Christ. So we have the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room where we come into agreement with you and we ask the Lord to help you. But you have to do your part too. Amen? You have to do your part. Command them to come subject to the name of Jesus. They have to come subject to the word. That's what 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 says you are to do. It's through obedience that the blessing comes. It's through obedience that the blessing comes. And unfortunately, most people that are called Christians have not yet learned to obey the scriptures, to actually do what the Bible says to do. And so when calamity touches their lives, they allow their emotions to just do whatever, They want to do. The devil has them swinging from one place to the next, just swinging on a pendulum back and forth. And they're completely out of control. Why? Because they won't take authority. They have the authority. Jesus gave it to believers. But you've got to use your authority. You've got to use his name. You have to release the power in his name. He moves. When you do what you're supposed to do, the angels are standing there waiting to act on the word of God coming through your mouth. You just cannot sit there and allow the devil to run all over you. You can't allow him to come by with depression and have you in the bed with the covers over your head. That's not victory. You cannot allow the devil to come by with feelings of, oh, I'm so alone. It's, we've, we've covered that. It's not possible for you to be alone. You have too much company. You have the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit living in you and with you. You have an innumerable company of angels. Plus, there's the body of Christ. There is no time that you cannot converse with your Savior. 
There is no time that you are lacking his companionship. If you are not experiencing, it's because you're not accessing it. You see, loneliness is no longer a part of your life. Feeling all alone is no longer a part of your life. When you came to Jesus Christ and you got filled with the Holy Spirit, that was the end of that then. That was the end of that. That was the last time that depression should be allowed to come and sit on you like it owns you, because it doesn't. Jesus owns you. All you have to do is use your faith. And Jesus Christ has given to every man the measure of faith to believe. You have to open your mouth and say something. You have to stop those emotions from just running rampant and doing whatever they want. And then you're spewing any old thing out of your mouth and the devil's standing there laughing in your face. You're supposed to put an end to that. That's the responsibility of the Christian, to take the word of God and deal with every situation in life. That's what Christians are supposed to do. You're supposed to speak the word. If you can't think of but one scripture, You're to open your mouth and let that scripture come out in Jesus' name. You're to speak to those emotions, and you tell them to be bound in the name of Jesus Christ and to go back where they came from and never come back to you again. I can remember when I didn't know this much. I can remember when I had just gotten filled with the Holy Spirit. And when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, all that generational depression had to get up and leave. And I was laying on the bed one day, and I could feel it coming back to me. And I didn't know how to say all the things that we've taught you to say and how to, do, how to use the name of Jesus the way you know how to use it. I just sat up in my bed. And I said to that spirit, oh, no, you're not coming back here again. No, you're not. Just get out of my house right now. That's all I knew to say. But God honored it. Because I wouldn't just lay there and let the devil come roll all over me again. I stood up against that. And you have to do that, too. Can't just sit there. And let any old emotion that wants to roll by just come and roll all over you. Jesus has given you power and authority over your own emotions. Amen? Jesus has given you power and authority over your own emotions, over your own thought life. And it's your thought life that fuels your emotions. Amen? So it's time for Christians to act like Christians and to obey what the scriptures say to do and to receive the grace that Jesus Christ bled and died for them to receive. You get it through obedience. Amen?
You get it through obedience. That's how you get it. That's how you access that. You have access to God's point of view on almost everything because you have access to the mind of Christ. So you are not held captive by the devil. You have power and authority over over the devil, and it's time to use it. Depression is a demon. Oppression is a demon. And a lot of other emotions are just demons. But you've got to decide to recognize what comes to haunt you. And you've got to decide to do what you need to do about it. The Bible says to give no place to the devil. That means you give no place to depression no place to oppression, no place to loneliness, no place to a lot of other devils. Amen? Amen. God has spent precious time teaching you the word so that you can overcome in every situation. We're giving you enough word for you to place it in your heart so that when trouble comes, the word comes up to stand up against the enemy. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord raises a standard against him. Yes, he does. And he uses the word of God in you to do it too. Amen? Amen. So let's see a little bit more overcoming. That's right. A little bit more overcoming works because God has enabled you to do so. And that's what victorious and overcoming Christians do. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you, one and all. Amen. God bless you, one and all. Yes, you are human, and humans have emotions, but you don't let them take over and run the show. Christians are humans that have emotions, but you don't let emotions run the show. Amen? You don't let emotions run you. You have authority over emotions. Praise God. Amen. So I'm glad that uh, everyone is doing fine. We're all going to make it. Amen? Amen. Amen. You can't keep doing it the same old way you used to do it. That's not what Jesus is teaching you. He's teaching you how to be like him. Amen? Amen. So, I want to thank the Lord for his goodness to us, and I'm grateful that uh, he helped us through the warfare of uh, the resurrection season, you know. This is the time of year where every uh, religion just about has something to say about something. They're doing something. And quite a bit of it is against Christians. So if you made it through this season, you fared quite well. Amen? You should thank the Lord for bringing you through. That's a praise report in and of itself, that the Lord brought us through this season. Because it's, it's been difficult because... Of where we are Where we are in the timeline Of history 
makes it more difficult. Amen? And so you just do what you have to do. You fast, you pray, you keep your armor on, you stay alert, because it's time for war. It's time for war. You know, it's time out for um, for baby church. It's time to grow up. It's time to act like the way Christians act, leaning on the Lord, depending on him, trusting him, asking him, seeking his wisdom, taking his counsel, obeying him. Amen? God has been faithful to you. Be faithful to Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to welcome those of you who are new. And if you have not found us yet on our webpage, we want to introduce you to our webpage. It is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. Miracleinternetchurch.com. Praise the Lord. And uh, when the page comes up, we ask you to go to MIC Radio Chat. It's on the banner right at the, at the top of the page. And when the page changes, we ask you to click Guest and to sign in using your name. As you will soon find out, we have very friendly and loving saints here, and they'll surely welcome you. And so we, we want to thank you for joining us. And we want to encourage you to use your name when you sign in. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, the Lord is with us. You see, some people think uh, Christianity is God is somewhere way up in heaven somewhere, and He, you can't reach him and he can't reach you. Well, that's not the truth. There's no truth in that at all. And the word says that that's not the truth. Amen? The word says that that's not the truth. God lives in us through the Holy Spirit. And those that are led by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, they are the sons of God. If you're being led by the Spirit of God, you're not being led by your emotions. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord, you know. It takes a while to learn a new way of living, but it's worth the learning. It's worth the learning. It's worth the experience. You come out a much better and a much stronger person than otherwise. Amen? You come out a much better and a much stronger person. Human beings were designed to be able to take a licking and keep on ticking. How do you know? Because that's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. We are designed by our Heavenly Father to be able to take a licking and keep on ticking. That's what Jesus did. That's what Christians learn to do. Amen? So, I want to invite you to partake of the maturity that Jesus Christ calls us to. Amen? It may not taste good at the beginning, but it's good for you. 
Amen. It's good for you. It's good for you. And it's good for everybody. We live in perilous times. And things are going to be difficult. They're going to get more difficult. So we can't cave in with every single calamity that comes around the corner. We have to learn to stand during calamity. We have to learn to hold on to the peace of God that God gives us. Amen? We can't just sit there and wimp out. Amen? That's why we encourage you to do what the word says to do, not just to listen to what the word says, but to activate it, to do it in your life, to execute it. Because the times that we're living in are going to get worse. Amen? They're going to get worse. They are going to get worse. The Bible promises that it's going to get worse. So we're going to learn to stand in Christ. We're going to stand in the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to stand on the word of God. Jesus Christ is our sure foundation. He is the rock of our salvation. It's going to get very shaky in the world. But we can't cave in every time something happens. Amen? We've got to stand with the Lord because he always stands with us. Praise the Lord. Amen. And if I didn't remember to say before, I don't remember. I think I did. But we also meet on Sundays at 1230 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time it happens to be where you are. And if you are not able to join us during our regular broadcast times, you may also recast our broadcast on our website at MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the banner comes up, click Archive Sermon. Scroll through our sermons and find the one that you're supposed to be listening for, and you may recast it. Amen? Praise the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for his help and for his blessing and for his intervention in our lives. So, saints, let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the blood of Jesus, for the blood that washes our sins away. We want to thank you for the blood that provides strength for us. Because, Lord, you, the life is in the blood. You poured out your life in the blood. And your blood imparts life to us, eternal life. So we thank you for the strength that comes through your sacrifice. We want to thank you for the strength that we receive from your sacrifice. We want to thank you for the word of God. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you for the presence of Almighty God in our midst. We want to thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for your warring linking angels, for your praising angels, and for your ministering spirits. We want to thank you for the word of God. 
We are told, Lord, to cast all of our care upon you, to cast all of our care upon you because you care for us, because you love us, because you're taking care of us, because you provided everything we need for life and godly living. We want to thank you for your care for us, Father, in Jesus' name. So we have decided, Lord, in agreement with your word, not to fret and not to worry. And instead of worrying, we will pray. We will give you our petitions and our praises, and we will give you our worries. And we will let you know what our concerns are. And we thank you, Lord, that as we release these to you, that your wholeness brings us together because you work everything together for our good. You make everything work together for our good. That's your promise to us. Your very peace will come and settle us down. And we thank you for that wonderful miracle that happened. Worry is no longer at the center of our life. When anxiety is no longer at the center of our life. It's easy to be anxious. That means that we have done nothing to resist the devil. It's easy to worry. That means we haven't placed all of our trust in you. Sometimes it's will we have enough money? Will we be able to do this job? Will people accept us? Will will we be able to get everything done? Will people that we love make wise choices? If we allow it, Lord, anxieties will just pile up around us and they will be everywhere that we turn. Because as you know, Lord, when you have family, you have drama. So, Lord, we are learning through obeying your word to transform our anxiety and cast them upon you. We are learning how to pray and not to faint. Whenever we find ourselves fretting over some situation, we can turn that over to you, Lord Jesus. We can cast our care upon you. And we're going to make a practice of this habit, Lord. We're going to practice this to the point that it's a habit because you taught us this many sermons ago. Instead of anxiety, we will allow the Lord Jesus Christ, to be at the center of our lives. You know, many times, Lord, we are anxious and harried and worried about the many details of life. But we thank you, Lord, for giving us a heart that will refocus on you, allowing you to guide us through the everyday affairs of life. So that we have no need to be anxious We have no need to overwork We have no need to be stressed out Because the steps of a good man Are ordered of the Lord We want to thank you 
we want to thank you for a heart that is at peace. So, Lord, we we talk ourselves into feeling like we're in control. But the truth is, the only time we really feel a sense of security and stability is when we honor and recognize that you are indeed in control. When we feel threatened or overwhelmed, we have a tendency to get tense. So, Father, we want to repent of allowing the stress and the tenseness to build because we know that that's the moment that we should turn to you. So, Lord, whenever fear comes around trying to tell us that we're not in a safe place, whenever fear comes around trying to remind us of something that has already happened, when fear comes around trying to pull our heartstrings, Lord, help us to remember to turn toward you and your strength because your grace is truly sufficient for us. Lord, help us to focus on the right thing, to remember that everything that pertains to our life is in your hand, and there is nothing that is going to happen to us that you can't handle. So if it's too much for us, It's just right for you. Lord, we come to you, repenting of every time we've gotten anxious and every time we've fretted and every time we've worried and every time we've been in confusion and every time we just sat there and let the devil steamroll right over us. We repent, Lord, because we were wrong for that. We know better. We know that you love us. We know that you're in control. We know that we can trust you. We know that you have the whole world in your hand. So, Lord, we come to you asking for forgiveness and cleansing from our sins. And we ask you to instill the indwelling of your spirit within us. Amen. Help us to trust you more. Help us to see our need to trust you more. We are choosing to believe your word and to honor your promises with our lives. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' holy name. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' holy name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We bind the spirit of fear in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the roots of fear in our lives in Jesus' name. We bind fear. We bind generational fear. We bind circumstantial fear. We bind all fear in Jesus' name. We bind fear in the name of Jesus. And we command fear to get up and leave us now in the name of Jesus. We command it to leave us and never return in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough, saints. Deep breath and cough. We take authority, dominion, and power over nightmares and terrors, daymares and terrors. We take authority, dominion, and power over the fear of man 
and the fear of death and the fear of what could happen and the fear of things getting worse. We bind it all in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind being faint-hearted and weak in Jesus' name. We bind anxiety and stress. We bind phobias of all kinds, orders, and types in Jesus' name. We bind untrusting and faithlessness in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind fear of any spirit, fear of anything in Jesus' name. And we command it to leave us now and never return. We take authority, dominion, and power over a broken heart in Jesus' name. We command it to be bound up in the name of Jesus Christ, where it is broken to be bound and healed by the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind despair. We bind rejection. We bind hopelessness. We bind excessive mourning in Jesus' name. We bind evil foreboding in the name of Jesus. We bind insomnia in the name of Jesus. We bind depression in the name of Jesus. We bind self-pity in the name of Jesus. We bind heaviness in the name of Jesus. And we command those spirits to leave us now in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough in the name of Jesus Christ. Cough from your gut. We bind roots of bitterness in the name of Jesus. We bind impulsiveness in the name of Jesus. We bind a lack of praise and worship in the name of Jesus. And we We want to thank you, Lord, for giving us beauty for the ashes in our lives, for giving us the joy, all of joy for the mourning in our lives, for giving us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, oppression, and depression in Jesus' name. We are your trees of righteousness. We are the planting of the Lord, that you might be glorified. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory and honor. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, tactics, maneuvers, devices, plans, orders, all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We want to thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We take the territory. Yes, the territory of our hearts, our minds, and our emotions. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his power in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, and open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. And we bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, listeners, reporters, 
watchers, thieves, whispers, familiar devils, electronic, digital demons, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, whoredom spirits, and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger, the seducer, and the charmer in their attack. We bind the Havana syndrome, the brain changes, all injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all the voices of the stranger and their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, technopaganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all whoredom spirits and all hypnotic and trance devils, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies, the work of every druid, EMF attacks, everything coming through the computers, through the cell phones, off the satellites and off the cell towers in the name of Jesus. We bind you. We return the attacks to the senders in Jesus' name. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. Mm. And we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Australian. Asian, North American, South American, Latin American, and Caribbean, indigenous and native persons, black and white magic, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils and all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity in Jesus' name. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind you in Jesus' name. We bind the formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind all trolls in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all spies in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. You are bound in Jesus' name. We We bind the formations of bullflies and demonic insects and spiders in their webs, 
trapping them in their own web. When we bind the transference of evil spirits, we bind mammon and his agents and all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, undermine, confound, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demons, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, the New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience. False religions, numerology, horoscopes, make-believe fantasy, la-la land, martial arts, yoga, Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist Ideologies and Doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic Spirits and Practices, Lewdness, Perversions, The Outworking of Vain Deceit, Death Spirits, Spirits of Destruction, Chaos and Mayhem, Oppression, Depression, Anarchy, Premonition, Clairvoyance, ESP, Telepathy, Psychokinesis, Bio-PK, Out-of-Body Experiences, Reincarnation, Haunting, Poltergeist, Astral Travel, Psychic Healing, Demonic meditation, spirit guides, defilement by wizards, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot have authority in our lives. We forbid it in the name of Jesus. We bind the king of pride, his entire kingdom, and all of his underlings in Jesus' holy name. We bind all demonic, human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work. Mind control, nature worship, deception, every form of rebellion, scoffing, arrow, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, all abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilek, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, every god and goddess ever mentioned, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. And we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite, even the instruments, we bind the work of the demo lay in the name of Jesus and all associated organizations in Jesus' holy name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. 
according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says. Pen of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We disconnect and cut ourselves free from every spirit that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, we command you to leave us now in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus and take authority over all demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We thank you, Father, for your giant warrior angels that protect us and our property and all that pertains to us day and night, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the fiery wall of protection that you have placed around us, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, and anything sent to us from the demonic realm in Jesus' name. We return it from whence it came, according to the covenant, in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free with the sword of the Spirit, from ungodly ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanobots, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and false ministers in Jesus' holy name. We want to thank you, Lord. We break the power of all curses, hexes, vexes, love spells, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers, psychic thoughts, death, bewitchment, potions, jinxes, mind control, sorcery, all magic, destruction, chains, incense and candle burnings, incantations, ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystals, root works, tribal sins and rituals, and all such. And we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and we disconnect ourselves from the source in Jesus' holy name. We return it from whence it came. We want to thank you, Lord, that we are free, and whom the Son sets free is free indeed. 
We want to thank you, Lord, that we are free. And who the Son set free is free indeed, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you very much, Father. You know how to speak to our needs. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. So tonight, our featured psalm is Psalm 63. Our featured psalm is Psalm 63. And the verse for meditation comes from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 1, verse 33. Proverbs 1, verse 33. Amen. Amen. And our featured ebook is the transference of spirit. Transference of spirit. Now, if you have received deliverance, you need to know about this. You need to know how not to be refilled with the same spirits that left you or different spirits. Amen? Our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. That's area code 319-527-235. And press 1. So the, tonight, the Lord wants to have a very interesting conversation with his people. There's, there's things he wants us to know and to understand. So I would encourage you that if you're busy doing something else and listening, to recast this so that you can hear everything that the Lord wants to say. Amen? You can hear everything that the Lord wants to say, and you won't miss a single thing. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ ardently desires a more intimate and spiritual union with of his saints with himself. Jesus Christ ardently desire a more intimate and spiritual union of his saints with himself. While we trust our Savior for help and forgiveness as we seek to obey him, there is yet more to be experienced. There is more to be experienced. Most of us are yet to realize the closeness of union, the closeness of union, the intimacy of fellowship, the oneness of life and interest that he has offered to us. Most of us are yet to realize the closeness of union, the intimacy of fellowship, the oneness of life and interest that he has offered to us. 
or ignorance and unbelief is a great hindrance, closer walk with the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus is calling each of us to live in union with him. The Lord Jesus is calling each of us to walk in union with him, to live in union with him. Some of us believe that this union of blessedness is far beyond their reach, but that is not the truth. That is not the truth. You see, some of us are like this. We're believing God to get delivered. We're believing God to heal us. We're trying to learn to obey the word. We're trying to be better Christians. We're believing the Lord for some circumstance in our life. And the Lord is saying to us, there's more. There's more to this relationship than just believing me for your needs to be met. That's right. The Lord is calling us closer and deeper union with him. He's saying, yes, I'll meet your needs. But there is much, much, much more to this relationship than just getting your needs met. There is a greater closeness. There's a greater closeness. There is more intimacy. There's a more peaceful fellowship. There's a a level of intimacy that we have not reached. And so Jesus is speaking out of his heart to us tonight. And he's calling us to come closer. He's calling us to come deeper. He's calling us to a greater level of intimacy with him. It's lovely where you are, but there's more. There's so much more. And so you should not stop with getting blessed. You should not stop with just getting blessed. It's wonderful to get blessed. But there is so much more to this relationship with Jesus Christ than getting blessed. Amen? There is so much more. At oneness with Christ, openly available to each saint. This oneness that Jesus is speaking about tonight. It's available to every single saint. No one is left out. 
No one is left behind. You don't have to wait until you've been a saint for 20 years before you can enter into this. No. It's available to every saint. We still have not fully understood the depth of abiding in the vine. We hear the scripture about abiding in the vine. Okay, I need Jesus, and I need his help, and I have to stick with him. That's about as far as our thoughts go. But that's not what the Lord is saying. He's saying for us to live our lives through him. He's calling us to come to him to live our lives through him. There is much grace provided to strengthen us to grow deeper. Deeper. You've seen a tree grow. It starts out in spring with these sprouts coming out. You know, all these sprigs coming out. They're nice and green and fresh. But as the year wears on, that tapers off. And the tree begins to grow deeper roots. Deeper roots. Deeper roots. And the roots go deeper and deeper into the earth, looking for the water and the nutrients that are needed to sustain it. And as the roots grow deeper and deeper into the earth, the tree becomes more established and more stable. Every time the wind blows, It doesn't fall over. It doesn't have to have those stays and those props to hold it up so it can stand up straight. When the wind becomes harsh, the roots hold it into the ground so that when the wind is furious, the tree doesn't fall over. It may bend over, but it doesn't fall over. And Jesus is calling us to grow deeper roots in him. Deeper roots. Some of us let the slightest thing unnerve us. The slightest thing can unnerve us. We need to grow deeper roots and to go deeper in intimacy With the Lord. Amen. We need to grow deeper in his love. Deeper in his love. As we grow in grace, we learn how indispensable the experience of his life Flowing through us really is. His life flowing through us. How indispensable, how valuable 
That really is. We learn. Step by step, we draw closer to him by step. First step of obedience, next step of trust, next step of obedience, next step of trust. As we listen to him, when we meditate and pray, we gradually surrender ourselves to him. We gradually surrender ourselves to him. The Holy Spirit breathes the word of the Spirit and life. This word has living breath and it becomes a living part of us. This word of the Lord Jesus will become his power in us and to us. And through it, we will come to the faith to take hold of the blessing. You see, when the word of God comes to us, the Holy Spirit breathes it upon us, it becomes a part a literal part of us if we allow it to. If we allow the word, the living word, to come inside of us, not just head knowledge, inside of us, and begin to take root in us, just like that tree, this word becomes a living part of us. It doesn't pack up and leave. It is always there because the word is becoming flesh to us. Just as much as your physical flesh is, this word is becoming flesh and alive to us. This word comes with his power. It comes with the power of God, and through it will come the faith. Through this word, breathed by the Holy Spirit, through this word that we allow to enter into our heart, through this word that's going down in our innermost being and growing roots deep within us, Through this word will come forth the power of God to us. Through this word will come forth the faith that we need to take hold of the blessing. You know there are times when the Lord will tell us that he is going to do a certain thing for us. And at that moment, we accept what he's going what he says to us but we really don't have the faith that we need to grab hold of it and possess it and keep it so we take it on the surface but you see 
as we spend time with the Lord, as we meditate on his word, as we pray, as we seek his faith, and as we fast and our unbelief shrinks and our faith begins to grow, that very word comes alive in us. It opens and begins to blossom, and the fragrance of it fills our lives. And we receive from it the power of God that releases that faith in us to take hold of that promise until we see its full manifestation. It's a process, saints. It takes more than five minutes, but it is worth experiencing. It brings you to a completely new level of experience with the Lord Jesus Christ. It brings you from a level of merely accepting the promise to receiving the promise. Believing the promise, knowing that it's real, knowing that it will manifest in due season. It is the wholehearted surrender to live in Jesus alone, which brings the joy unspeakable and full of glory thing about. It is the wholehearted surrender of the saint to live in Jesus alone, which brings the joy unspeakable and full of glory that the saint sing about. It releases a calmness and a sweetness to life, which no other experience can bring. No other experience can bring that. It's something you just can't hear about. You have to experience it. For yourself. Psalm 34, verse 8. Psalm 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Bless the man that trusteth in him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Psalm 63, verse 3. Psalm 63, verse 3. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, 
my lips shall praise thee. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Psalm 36, verse 7. Psalm 36, verse 7. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Verse 10, Psalm 36, verse 10. Continue thy loving kindness unto them that know thee. O continue thy loving kindness unto them that know thee. And thy righteousness to the upright in heart. Psalm 40, verse 11. Psalm 40, verse 11. Withhold not thou tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness and thy truth continually preserve me. Psalm one. 43 verse 8 Psalm 143 verse 8 Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning For in thee do I trust Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk For I lift up my soul unto thee. In prayer, we are open to a new world of adventure in our relationship with the Lord Jesus. Not just the prayer that comes to say, I need, I need, I want, I want, give me, give me what I want. No. There's prayer where you open your heart, your life, your spirit, your mind, your emotions, everything about you to the Lord Jesus. And you pour out what is in your heart for him at his feet. It's a place of love. It's a place of adoration. It's a place of closeness, place of intimacy. It's a place of glory. Hmm. To all who are still living divided lives with an Overload of distractions. Jesus 
still saying, come to me. To all who are still living divided lives with an overload of distractions, Jesus is still saying, come to me. It is only in the coming to him that you will ever come to know the tenderness and warmth of his love for you. It is only in the coming to him that you will ever come to know the tenderness and warmth of his love for you. He died for you to bring you close to himself. But we are too busy for him. We have responsibility. We have plans. We have goals. Yet, He is still waiting for each of us to take time for him. Time with the cares of this life put away for a while so that we can bask in his presence. so that we can bask in his very presence. Saints, you can't operate a vehicle without fuel. Neither can you walk in the spirit without spending quality time with the Savior. You can't operate a vehicle without fuel. Neither can you walk in the spirit without spending quality time with the Savior. We all need salvation every moment of every hour of every day. We need to come into his presence more often than three times a week. Yet you say, I don't have much time. Well, time is where you find it. Time is where you find it. You can shut the rest of the world out and turn to your Lord in a traffic jam. You can shut the rest of the world out and turn to your Lord waiting for the drawbridge to lower or as you do the dishes or while you're riding on the mower or as you water the flowers, or while you're sitting in the car wash, 
or as you're driving to a meeting or while you're painting the fence. As you walk the dog, even, he is waiting for you and he desires your presence. He's waiting for you and he desires your presence. It is in the yielding of ourselves, the letting go of you and offering you to the Lord. It is in the yielding of ourselves, letting go of you and offering you to the Lord. There is more to this experience. This yieldedness opens us to witness more of his grace and more of his power. This yieldedness opens us to witness more of his grace and more of his power in our lives. This yieldedness avails to us and brings us to the threshold of experiencing his power to keep us united to himself. We must remember that it takes time to grow into Jesus, to abide in him. We should not expect to taste the fruit of satisfaction in him unless we will give him that time. Perhaps your bouts of loneliness are open doors to that demon spirit because you have not yet given yourself over to the Savior as he desires in this season of your life. In too many ways, you're still holding on to the steering wheel of your life. Jesus Christ is not your co-pilot. He is your Lord. He is Lord of all. He is Lord of every moment of your life and his life in you. I was talking to a saint recently who complained of being tired of feeling lonely. As I listened, I realized that this saint was not intimately connecting with the Lord as ought to be. Instead, without his abiding presence, this saint was overwhelmed with their own personal needs and desires. Even to the point charting their own course to address 
their problem. This course was not birthed in God. See, some of you still don't understand how to properly use your prayer language. You don't understand that when you go to the Lord and you pray in your prayer language for more than 15 minutes and more than 30 minutes, that God is birthing through you out of him, out of that divine connection, the answers and solutions to the issues of your life. No, you only have a few minutes to praise the Lord, sing your little song, quote your little scripture, and then you're on your way. But there is prayer that you lay before the Lord and you stay before the Lord. And you keep praying in your prayer language. You press into his presence with your prayer language. You press into his presence with your praise and your worship. You press into his presence with the word of God. You press into his presence with your honoring and your adoration. You see, this saint was overwhelmed with their own personal needs and desires, even to the point of charting their own course to address their problem. No, this course that they were planning was not birthed in God. It wasn't birthed in their prayer time with God. It didn't come out of the bowels of God. It was their own way, their own plan, and their own bright idea. Nor did it carry his approval. Once again, this is a reason. Sometimes, saints, that your plans fall short because you don't bring the situation to the Lord and take it all the way through with the Holy Spirit in your prayer language. You don't allow the Holy Spirit to move within you as you're praying in your prayer language, bringing forth those things that the Spirit of God knows. You just don't let that happen. Crying and wailing and whining and pouting and sulking about your problem, you should be more intimately involved in prayer with the Lord. Once again, The saint was doing it their own way, which led them out of the will of God. Perhaps you 
are in that situation too. You're still trying to go at it the same way you did before. Forsaking the abiding presence of your Savior and Lord. And like King Saul, you have no intentions of waiting for him. Well, what am I supposed to do? You're supposed to come into the presence of the Lord. You're supposed to worship him. You're supposed to honor him. You're supposed to bow down before him. You're supposed to bless him. And somewhere in the process of your communications with your Lord and Savior, somewhere along the way, there is yielding. And there's surrendering. There's a yielding and a surrendering to him. And as this process continues, he will bring you to the place that the answer that you need comes up inside of you. Thank the Lord to lay hold on you. Ask the Lord to lay hold on you and to bring you back to himself and his word. You sat there figuring it all out in your head instead of surrendering your problem to Jesus and yielding yourself to him. Why? Why? Don't you yet trust him? Hebrews chapter 2, Hebrews chapter 2, beginning with verse 3. Hebrews chapter 2, beginning with verse 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with divers miracles and the gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Verse 9. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, 
that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. For it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Why? Why are you trying to figure it all out on your own? Don't you yet trust him? Mm-hmm. Brother Bill, we would hear from you. Hey, Pastor. Oh, praise the Lord. We have some wonderful praise reports tonight. Can is there can everyone hear me? A case has his audios out. Sound check, yes. Okay, good. Good. Pastor was just quiet for a moment, AK. That's all that happened. Well, we have these wonderful praise reports to get to. Thank you, Lord, for them. For him, wrote a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for a glowing review with the boss at work this past week. Praise you, Lord, for empowering me to begin a health fitness challenge this past week. And I thank you, Lord, for holding back the rain while I was out walking today and for not letting those very strong winds here from literally blowing me away. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for everything. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Maury has a praise report. She says, thank you, Lord, for leading me to give my prom dress away to someone that needed it. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Shakira has a praise report. For the first time in nearly four years, I went outside by myself and two McDonald's. Due to a colorful past, I felt fearful going outside, so I would have food and other things delivered to me inside. Today, I decided I wanted a Big Mac. I was very fearful, but I got dressed and phoned my mother so I wouldn't be alone. Before I left, I prayed. Just as I was entering McDonald's, I became scared and was planning on retreating, but I pushed forward and went inside and was shaking all the way back home. As soon as I took a bite into my meal, I started to cry because I was so happy. It's been a hard, long journey, but I can still do it all through Christ who strengthens me. I'm hoping to eventually be able to walk down the block in the near future, praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Amori has another praise report. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for Pastor Sabrina and Assistant Pastor Bill and Brother Marshall and all the saints for their prayers and knowledge from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for allowing them to be vessels that will help better understanding and correction from you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you. And Lena has a praise report. Last fasting 
My husband Sugar was 108. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. His sugar's gone down. And praise you. Thank you. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina, Brother Bill, Brother Marshall, and everyone for the prayer of agreement. Lord, thank you that you healed him from diabetes. That was a product of the last fast saints, and we praise you. And Lena has another praise report. Last month, my daughters found a new place to live in, a new home, starting to move next week. The house is a the house blessing that was done last Saturday. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina, and agreement prayers, and for all in the family prayers. And the Lord is blessing our family to have found a house, and we needed appliances. There's an 80 to 90% at Sears sale. Thank you, Lord. They're closing, and we just praise you, Lord, how you're providing everything. We praise you, Lord. Caroline has a praise report. Sale went to court today, and there was confusion. They passed the case to another judge, but she is close to the previous judge. And from the above, instead, the company, the female judge in the court, Kirk, court is known to be eastern stars and evil well thank you lord that the prayers are being answered that it is being changed we praise you lord jesus and gladys has a praise report thank you heavenly father for relief and rest from my work responsibilities i thank you for a month of medical leave with therapy to help restore my fingers, hands, hands, arms, and back. The doctor agrees that the injury was caused by overworking my hands and, and too much work. Thank you for your favor there. I'm so praise you, Lord. We just praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You're going to give her a better job and better pay. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Dana has a praise report. I've been having skin problems for a past couple of years and Sunday it had been clearing up but the rash that spread around my neck was uncomfortable so I went to urgent care praise God I was given a steroidal cream that caused the inflammation to subside thank you Lord for your faithfulness praise you Lord you're helping her praise you Lord Ariana has a praise report the Lord revealed to me to continue praying for my pregnant Spanish teacher. The Lord is blessing her with twins, and he wants me to continue to intercede as the devil tries to discourage her. Heavenly Father, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for our young prayer warrior praying. Praise you for that, Lord. And she is speaking boldly in the name of Jesus. Praise you for that, Lord Jesus. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for sending the needed rain today. And thank you for giving dominion over all the earth, as it says in Genesis 1:26. Because I took dominion over the storm today and bound damaging winds, hail, damaging lightning, and the formation of tornadoes, all the spirits of death and destruction. And therefore, we had a great rain all day. Thank you for your authority to use your name. Because this past Saturday night, I heard what sounded like an owl by the house so i said it is not if it's not a real owl i bind it cage it and chain those evil spirits heavenly father please send your angels to escort those spirits to the feet of jesus to be judged before their time and immediately the owl sounds went silent praise you lord praise you lord you're teaching the prayer warriors how to fight 
praise you, Lord, for that. Beloved has a praise report. I ask the Father for favor and victory, and favor and victory is what he gave me. I succeeded in receiving a court-ordered judgment to recover all of what BH owes me. He he was a no-show. I thank you, Father, for seeing to it that all things work together for the good. I pray that this will be put behind me once and for all. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you do help us in court. AK has a praise report. Thank you, God, for using what I was going through, a little illness for a few days, to hem me in and put my spirit in check. Thank you for removing toddler remnants in me that made me unable to be still. Praise you, Lord. You're growing us all up. Lena has another praise report. Lord, yesterday I put in a prayer request of agreement with your amazing words. Lord, I come back here to give you praise. Thank you, Lord. I am healed. Praise you, Lord. You healed Lena. Dana has a praise report. Praise God for his faithfulness. The Lord continues to bless me to drive in areas that had been a problem in the past. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And EILD Free says, praise God, a student loan of 119 grand is in forgiveness. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And EILD had I pled the blood of Jesus down on my debt. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for that. And grace as a praise report, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for hearing and answering the prayers of the righteous, for granting favor in my financial situation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful, awesome praise reports, saints. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're out here. You're you're just awesome, and you deserve all the praise and all the glory. Just praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. Just praise you. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. What wonderful praise reports. Absolutely marvelous praise reports. They're getting better and better. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I am so blessed to hear that you are doing so well and you're actually overcoming in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Well, we're going to go to our guest call-ins for a while. And and when I call your area code, it's time to speak up so Pastor can hear you. Amen? Amen. Our our guest call-in number is area code 319. 527-6235 and press 1. That's 319-527-6235 and press 1. Area code 301, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, you got to talk up. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, very good. Um, what can, yeah, I what just, can we do for you? Yes, I just wanted to ask for prayer. Okay, prayer about what? Um, I need some prayer um, about the court system um, that I'm able to, um, I guess, fix my problems without running to the court system, been in and out of court 
going on for years now, having to deal um, with an ex-husband and a child. And even before that, um, dealing with lawyers and attorneys. I've been dealing with lawyers and attorneys now probably since about 2015. Um, and um, I'm just I'm just going through a lot. The Lord is telling me not to go back to the courts this year. Um, he said don't go to court this year. I, I guess there's a lot of evilness going on in the court system right now. Um, so I just need prayer about this whole just being drugged to court all the time, um, having lawyers and attorneys, you know, uh, I guess investigating, spying, you know, um, checking my records, um, you know, always being put, I guess, on the hot seat, uh, always being, you know, being made to look like I'm psychotic, um, I'm sick, um, you know, just total um, just accusation. Um, I just need some prayer for release and freedom from this. Um, I just, it's like, I just can't, I can't keep going on like this. Um, it's just like no way to live. And it, it's wearing on me. It, it, I feel like it's just like breaking me down. Like I was strong for a long time. And then um, just, just feeling like it's just wearing me down. And I just feel like the Lord just doesn't want me to do it anymore. And I just need, I, I need some answers and I need some intervention um, on that situation. All right. Well, first of all, how long have you been a Christian? Um, I grew up in church. I was baptized at 11. Um, I was filled with the Holy Spirit uh, in 2005, February of 2005. And since then? Um, and yeah, you know, taught Sunday school, go to church, uh, take my daughter to church, um, love the Lord. Um, I think, uh, I probably got sidetracked. Uh, you know, I, he blessed me and it was like, I got, I got sidetracked and I stopped reading the word. I mean, I was listening to broadcast, but I, I pretty much just stopped reading the word. Um, and I found that. It's interesting. It feels like the farther you go along with him, it doesn't take long to derail. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Just, yeah, my temperament of flaring and, um, you know, words coming out of my mouth, just frustration all the time. It's just not him in peace. Um, I still have an ex-husband who comes to where I live. Um, he, he parks here. He comes here. Uh, I went down to get my mail a few weeks ago, and he was at my mailbox, and he started yelling at me and chasing me up the stairs. Um, so I'm, I'm still just still dealing with things like this, and I've prayed and prayed and prayed. Just recently, I've asked um, for forgiveness for him, and I really meant that I asked the Lord. Um, I just said I forgive him, um, and I asked the Lord to help me to forgive him. And I, I could tell after all these years it was actually legitimate this time i couldn't even pray for years i couldn't even pray that um i could forgive him there was just a lot of hatred there um so i've really been working in repentance and forgiveness especially forgiveness um and also forgiving myself um i just need an answer um he's still he went back and got another lawyer this is like this is like the fifth attorney he's had and he um 
he got what he wanted from the last attorney. He went back and hired another attorney and was sending me an email with the, with this attorney copied on the email talking about stuff that he has no right to talk about because we're divorced. You know, I just it's like I just the harassment. Um, you know, with the attorneys, the lawyers, the court system, just you know, doing emergency orders on me, having me picked up, sent to the hospital, um, you know, trying to get me admitted psychiatrically. <laughs> Just, um, you know, like I said, I've forgiven him, and I really felt like it was heartfelt, and I've been working on that. But it's like I don't know how to make this situation stop. I don't know if it's just something I'm going to have to endure. Um, but it seems to me like the behavior is getting more and more out of control. So I've just been praying um, about this a lot, like every day, and binding and I've, I've been doing a lot of binding with the situation, but um, I just need an answer. I don't even know what to All ask right. for. Like I just, yeah, yeah. Repeat after me. Uh-huh. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I repent of all my backsliding. I repent of all my backsliding. Every time I have failed. Every time I have failed. And every time I failed myself. And every time I failed myself. I ask for your forgiveness and healing. I ask for your forgiveness and healing. I ask for your deliverance and peace. I ask for your deliverance and peace. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power. We take authority, dominion, and power over the work of the enemy in Jesus' name. And we bind him and his treachery. We bind him and his maneuvers and his tactics and his devices in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask, Heavenly Father, from the righteous judge, who is a judge himself, the Lord of hosts, for an adjudication. Concerning our sister's life. We thank you for adjudications concerning our sister's life in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the spirits of harassment in Jesus' name. We bind each one and chain it with eternal chains under darkness, and we send it into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We forgive as the body of Christ, her former spouse. 
We ask you, Father, to save his soul. If his soul can be saved, Father, we ask you to save his soul in the name of Jesus Christ. We place him in your hands, Father, in Jesus' holy name. With the sword of the Spirit, we cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garlic, mm-hmm. chain, fetter, net, entanglement of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the cage and we set the captive free in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We uproot every spirit of bitterness in her life in the name of Jesus. We command it to come up and out of her now in Jesus' holy name. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Every spirit of bitterness, <coughs> resentment, malice, animosity, hatred, vengeance, come up and out, all of it, in the name of Jesus Christ. Every hostile thought, every hostile emotion, all payback, Come up and out of her. Come out of her. Deep breath and cough. Come out of her. Take a deep breath first and cough. That root's got to come out of you. We command it all, the whole root ball, to come out now in Jesus' name. The whole root ball, come out now. All resistance from the past. Every resentment from childhood to this moment. Deep breath and calm. Every resentment from the Adverse memories that keep replaying over and over yes. again. We find oh. you in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. <coughs> All of it. Come on out. In the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nursing old grudges, pains, and hurts bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out. Come up and out in the name of Jesus Christ. Nursing on resentments, grudges, and hatreds. Come out now in the name of Jesus. Go into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every hurt, every wound, all the words that were spoken that went in his wounds over the years, we bind you from the moment of conception until this moment. We bind you. Every word that's been spoken over her life, we bind you. In the name of Jesus, we send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Deep breath and calm. Every spoken curse is bound in Jesus' name. Every spoken curse is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus became a curse for you. He became a curse for you. So no curse rests on you in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you keep her former spouse 
as far away from her as east is from west, in Jesus' name. Wall of fire in Jesus' name. All the resentment, all the fear, all the pain, all the depression, all the anxiety, all the thoughts of suicide, you're all bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out of it. Every thought that she has had in the past 20 years that has not given glory to Jesus Christ, we bind that thought now. Come out of her now in Jesus' name. All of us, every single one, come out of her now. Come out. Deep breath and calm. Deep breath and calm. Deep breath and calm from your gut. Deep breath and calm from your gut. Come out of her. Go into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Death, we bind you in Jesus' name. Oh, man. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we release the blessings of Abraham and Jesus Christ upon your daughter. The blessings of peace, the blessings of prosperity, the blessings of righteousness, the blessings of joy. We bind every fear in the name of Jesus. We command it to come up and out right now. Fear of danger, fear of attack. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. (laughs) Every fear. You're bound in the name of Jesus. Go to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every fear in the name of Jesus Christ. (sighs) Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for what you have done thus far. We ask you, Father, to take every deliverance to completion in Jesus' name. Have you received your prayer language? Yeah, you told yes. me you did. Yes. All right. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. I ask that Jesus Christ baptize me afresh with the Holy Spirit and holy fire. I ask that Jesus baptize me afresh with the Holy Spirit and the holy fire. Now take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit to come in with the holy fire, and to fill those empty places in Jesus' name. Deep breath. Release your prayer language. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes,
All right. Now you stay in uh-huh. the word. You stay under the blood and don't let anybody lay hands on you. Do you know okay. what I mean by that? Yes, yes, I do. All right. Okay, we'll talk to you a little later. God bless you. Okay, thank you. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Saints, we need to keep her lifted up in prayer. We need to keep her lifted in prayer. Area code 443, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Good evening, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, I first want to... Praise the Lord and thank the Lord for um, the victory that he gave me um, in court yesterday. And I also want to thank you for praying for me um, last week about it. Um, I wanted to say that first. And I'm calling tonight for prayer uh, for my son. Um, He confided in me today after I picked him up from school that um, he's been having intrusive, kind of intrusive thoughts. And I asked him how long it was happening. He said, it's been happening for a little while. He said, what, what happens is he gets these thoughts of, like, replaying um, something he's seen um, on TV or in a movie. And he said he starts to laugh at the thing that, that's replaying, and he can't control himself from, from, from laughing. And so today actually um, started uh, my lesson in teaching him to bind his thoughts as I've never, you know, I've never done that before. Um, but when he told me that I, I had to um, explain to him and teach him, he knows, he knows spiritual things. He knows warfare. He understands that, but I never actually taught him to bind his thoughts. Um, he understands that there is an existence of, you know, the spirit realm and demons and how they, you know, they can, um, you know, certain things in our life. So he understands that. So I had to explain to him the binding of his thoughts and 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 um, taking um, power and dominion in Jesus' name. So I, you know, I went through like an extensive teaching um, to, um, for him um, today concerning that. Um, so it, he actually said it made him feel so much better that I taught him that. And so that's, you know, that's the first thing I wanted prayer for him for that. And, um, and um, also when you started your sermon um, this evening, you, it was confirmation and he was listening in um, on what you were saying about having power over our minds and our thoughts and, and and then I looked at him. I said, "Wow, Jaden, we were just talking about this." And so he's like, "Wow, you know." So he he it made him, you know, it just really made him feel good. Um, so I want to pray for him for that, and also pray for him um, concerning his dad, who's not um, really he's he's not he's he's neglecting him since we have um, moved here, you know, temporarily on you know since I've been here for my job assignment. Um, his, his father um, hasn't been um, involved. He 
really wasn't good at being involved in the first place. Um, when we lived in the same state as, as, his, as his father, his father would do pretty much as much as, you know, the court order, to, you know, said he, he, you know, had to do. Um, you know, he would see him every other weekend, things like that. Um, wouldn't ask for any more time than that. But now that we've moved here, he was not in agreement with my coming here or bringing my son here, but it's really not about that. He's very controlling. But um, since we've been here, he doesn't call him, and, um, you know, he doesn't reach out. But, he, you know, he tells my son to call him. And, you know, I'm trying to be the, the bigger person, um, so I encourage my son to, you know, call your dad, call your dad, reach out to your dad. But my son doesn't really show, um, a lot of interest in wanting to call him. I don't, I'm not really sure, you know, what that's about. Like I had a talk with him. I asked him, you know, how does he feel about not hearing from his dad and things like that. And, um, he said he was okay, but I don't know if it's just that he's hiding his feelings or not, um. But, you know, I would assume that 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 would, you know, has to be affecting him negatively, um, that his dad is really. Mm -hmm. Why would you assume that? Uh, um, Well, I mean, I would assume because. No, he did not. Okay, well, that doesn't mean that because you think it's affecting him negatively that it is. The Bible says when your mother and father forsake you, the Lord himself will take you up. So why don't we just hand this to the Lord and let it go the way the Lord takes it? I did. I did. All right. I I have a question. I have a question. Does does your son listen to the broadcast regularly? No, he does not. Okay. Maybe you might want to reconsider that. Many of the okay. children in this ministry listen regularly. It makes a difference in their lives. Okay. I will do so. Amen. Amen. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over any fear that he might be feeling or experiencing in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind it in the name of Jesus, and we command it to come out of him in Jesus' holy name. We release the peace of God over him, Father, in every circumstance of life. We release the blood of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor in Jesus' name. Children that listen to this broadcast regularly with their families, they're having their own experiences with Jesus Christ. And he's uh, developing them, he's maturing them, he's teaching them, and I encourage you to allow your son to experience that as well. Okay, I will. 
All right. God bless you, and thank you for calling. And thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Area code 512, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Area code 512, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, and you? What can I'm we good, do for good. you? Uh, yeah, I just need a prayer that <clears throat> uh, for the, like, to find my prayer language. Um, and I believe I found it before. I just don't know if that was something I was making up myself. I want to make sure it's from God and stuff. It sounded so different than what I usually hear y'all speak and stuff. And, um, I just Whoa, just like stop, right. that. <laughs> stop there. There is no place in the Bible where it tells you that your prayer language is going to sound like anyone else's. Okay. All right? There is no Mm -hmm. place in the Bible anywhere where it says your prayer language is going to sound like anyone else's. It's going to sound like whatever it sounds like. Amen? Amen. I agree. Amen. It's a gift from the Lord. Absolutely. Okay, repeat after me. Okay. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. On the day of Pentecost. On the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit came and filled all the disciples. The Holy Spirit came and filled all of the disciples. And they began to speak with other tongues. And they began to speak with other tongues. As the Spirit of God gave them utterance. And the Spirit of God gave them utterance. I ask for the Lord Jesus. I ask for the Lord Jesus Christ. Who is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. Who is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. To baptize me in the Holy Spirit now. To baptize me in the Holy Spirit now. With the spirit of utterance. With the spirit of utterance. That I might give glory to God. That I might give glory to God. Now I have a question. Have you ever been taught yeah. against the Holy Spirit at any time? Um. <clears throat> I've I've heard things, but I don't believe it. I I don't really put my full, you know, attention to it. Okay. Um, Heavenly Father. Jesus. Heavenly Father. I denounce. I denounce. And renounce. And renounce. All false teaching. False teachings. All false teaching. All false teaching. About the Holy Spirit. About the Holy Spirit. And about speaking with tongues. And about speaking with tongues. I will only receive. I will only receive. What the Holy Scriptures. What the Holy Scriptures. And the King James Version of the Bible teach. 
King James uh, Version of the Holy Bible speaks. All right, take a deep breath. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now take a deep breath and open your mouth and let it come out. You don't have to think. You don't have to work. It comes out of your spirit. The Holy Spirit moves through you. Just open your mouth and take a deep breath and exhale. from the righteous judge concerning the satanic temple filed a lawsuit on constitutional grounds against Northern Elementary School in York, Pennsylvania, according to local ABC outlets. The general counsel for the satanic temple said the lawsuit intends to litigate whether the Northern York School County School Board discriminated against the organization by not allowing them to start an after-school club when other organizations are allowed to. The First Amendment prohibits a government from considering the popularity of communicative activity when determining whether to facilitate that communicative activity on equal terms with other similarly situated groups. He said, uh, the Satanic Temple Council person said each part of the lawsuit could be time-consuming, taking from 18 months to two years to complete. Now, that's going to be a lie. Lucian Greaves, the Satanic Temple spokesperson, previously told Fox News about the clubs. I'm hoping that with our presence, people can see that good people can have different perspectives, 
sometimes on the same mythology but not mean any harm. The After School Satan Club is an after-school program that promotes self-directed education by supporting the intellectual and creative interests of students. The Satanic Temple states on its website, if they deny us the use of a public facility, which they have no right to do, I'll have to move into litigation, costly litigation, that the community is going to have to pay for, he told Fox 43 after the club was voted down. The Satanic Temple's attempt to install an after-school club in an elementary school was met with outrage from some local parents, such as Perry County resident Jennifer McAllister, who told Fox, they already took God out of schools. Now they're going to let Satan in. It's just crazy. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning individuals who accept human evolution uh, tend to exhibit reduced levels of prejudice compared to those who reject the scientific theory, according to the new research public in the, published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. Uh-huh. The study indicates that disbelief in evolution predicts racism and prejudice around the world and in various cultural contexts. I have been interested in human-animal relations for a while now, said the study author, the candidate at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. I did my first study on the subject back as an undergraduate student, examining how and why people expand their moral circles to include or exclude animals or humans. Then in graduate school, I joined the Psychology of Peace and Violence program where I became invested in research on understanding and preventing intergroup conflict and violence. Further, I recently also came across a wonderful review article by Vazelli and colleagues which suggests that some interventions to reduce conflict can be non-conflict specific, he said. Namely, that means that they can focus on an unrelated psychological phenomena outside the scope of the conflict which in this case was belief in evolution. To examine the relationship between the acceptance of evolution and prejudicial attitudes, the researchers first analyzed very large sets of data collected by the General Social Survey and Pew Research Center. For 10 years, the the survey, a national the representative survey of U.S. citizens, they didn't ask me anything, included measures on the of the belief that humans developed from earlier species of animals. Well, I didn't, so we can keep going. An analysis of responses from 8,963 participants found that the belief that humans evolved from animals was associated with reduced prejudice, less racist attitudes, and reduced support for discriminatory behaviors. This was true even after controlling for education level, religiosity, political beliefs, family income, and gender. The researchers also analyzed Pure Research Center data for 21,827 Christian individuals in 19 Eastern European countries. Pew asked the participants whether humans and other living things have evolved over time or humans and other living things have existed in their present form since the beginning of time. 
After controlling for education, importance of religion, age, and gender, the researchers found that those who denied that humans had evolved tended to exhibit reduced acceptance of outgroups such as Roma and Catholics. Next, uh, the group, the colleagues analyzed peer research center data, 28,004 Muslim individuals in 25 countries in Africa, Middle East, and Asia. They found that disbelief in evolution was associated with decreased acceptance of Christians and with the tendency to only have Muslim friends. Similarly, an analysis of responses from 3,562 participants in Israel found that disbelief in evolution was associated with support for preferential treatment of Jews, less support for peace between Israelis and Palestinians, and greater support for the expulsion of Arabs. The colleagues also conducted their own studies, an online study of 499 U.S. residents recruited via Amazon's Mechanical Turk crowdsourcing platform found that disbelief in evolution was associated with hostility towards Iran, Egypt, Qatar, Turkey, and wherever else. Oh, that's a fictitious country. Okay. In two additional studies, which included 509 U.S. residents recruited via Amazon and 1,072 students recruited from introductory psychology courses, the researchers found that belief in human evolution and perceived similarity of self to animals was only moderately correlated, suggesting that they are psychometrically distinguishable constructs. Our findings were consistent across cultural, religious, and national contexts for majority and minority groups, even towards groups that were fictional. The group told us these findings are correlational, meaning we cannot make a casual argument about this relationship, but importantly, this relationship was consistent and remains significant after adjusting for uh, all those variables. In other words, what they're basically trying to tell you is that they're manipulating um, the evolution story versus the creation story, and they're trying to correlate it with prejudice. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we don't have money to play games with. There are people who are living outside on the ground that should be living in housing. There are people who don't have clothes or means of taking care of themselves or meals. That these people are using perfectly good um, finances to do studies that really ought not to be done. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord, for your adjudication on all such studies and the impact that these studies will have on future studies and on results that will sometimes turn themselves into law. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise, Lord, that you will intervene in such matters in Jesus' holy name. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday. We'll hear arguments in a case concerning a former Washington State High School football coach's right to pray on the field after games. 
In the case of Kennedy versus Bremerton, the high, the high court will weigh whether Coach Joseph Kennedy violated the First Amendment's established clause, which forbids government endorsement of religion. Opponents say that he violated the clause by praying on the field while working as an assistant football coach for Bremerton High School, and the court will weigh whether the school district violated its free exercise clauses, which forbid restraints on the private observance of religion when it moved to suspend him. It seems so simple to me. It's a guy taking a knee by himself on the 50-yard line, which to me doesn't seem like it needs a rocket science or a Supreme Court justice to figure out. Kennedy said, I don't want to cause any waves, and the thing I wanted to do was to coach football and thank God after the game. Kennedy began quietly praying on the field in 2008 after watching the Christian sports film Facing the Giants. Eventually, other players and members of the opposing team decided to join in as he began to deliver motivational speeches that reference religion. The Bremerton School District raised opposition to the practice seven years later when an opposing team's coach told Bremerton's high high principal that Kennedy asked his players to join him for a prayer after the game in 2015 and that he thought it was pretty cool. The district would allow him to do that, according to court records. The brief explains that the prayers sometimes posed a risk at games. Spectators jumped over the fence to reach the field, and people tripped over cables and fell, the district wrote in its brief. The school band members were knocked over. Kennedy was approached by an athletic director after the game who expressed disapproval about the prayer, at which point Kennedy posted on Facebook, I think I just might have been fired for praying. The post and the controversy drew thousands of emails, letters, and phone calls from around the country, the document said. Bremerton School District Superintendent ultimately sent a letter to Kennedy advising him that he could continue delivering speeches, but that they must remain entirely secular in nature. The coach temporarily compiled but informed the school a month later that he would resume praying at the 50-yard line and ask for a religious accommodation under the Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, which prohibits religious discrimination. His lawyer said Kennedy was engaged in private religious expression upon which the state may not infringe. Later, after the homecoming game, members of the public and a state legislator joined Kennedy, his players, and members of the opposing team on the field for the post-game prayer. Kennedy was ultimately suspended without pay, and received his first negative evaluation. The coach did not apply for another year on his contract and instead filed a lawsuit and ultimately moved to Florida with his wife to care for her father. But in a sworn statement to the Supreme Court, he said that if he were allowed to return to his old job coaching the team, he could do so within 24 hours. The U.S. District Judge Ronald Layton ruled against Kennedy, stating that while public schools do not have unfettered discretion to restrict an employee's religious speech. They do have the ability to prevent a coach from praying at the center of the football field immediately after games. Kennedy appealed the ruling to the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, where it was upheld by a slim majority in favor of the school district. The court cited a Supreme Court precedent limiting the speech rights of on-duty public employees. 
A group of 24 Republican U.S. senators and 32 representatives issued a brief condemning the appellate court's ruling. The Ninth Circuit reasoning weaponizes the Establishment Clause, concluding that it requires a school to root out any religious expression by its employees, even to fire employees, coaches, and staff who will not leave their faith at home, the brief states. If left uncorrected, this ruling threatens religious liberty for all employees. In 2019, Kennedy turned to the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn the ruling. Initially, the high high court denied, but Justice Samuel Alito issued a statement with conservative Justice Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsh, and Brett Kavanaugh and warned that the Ninth Circuit's understanding of the free speech rights of public school teachers is troubling and may justify review in the future. Kennedy was handed a series of losses in lower courts following additional proceedings and three and a three-judge panel on the Ninth Circuit ruled in tw- March 2021 and that the district's efforts to prevent him from coaching did not violate his constitutional rights as he was acting as a government employee during his post-game speeches. After the Ninth Circuit did not decline to hear the case, Kennedy again appealed to the Supreme Court. This time, it agreed to take up the appeal. Lawyers for the school district argued in filings with the Supreme Court that it acted within its authority to regulate Kennedy's very public speech and that its interest in protecting students from a religious coercion and preventing employees from commandeering government events holds greater weight than Kennedy's interest in praying with students. A group of former professional football players and collegiate athletes supporting the school district warned in the filing that the relationship between a coach and high school athlete is highly susceptible to being coercive. In the Ninth Circuit proceeding, the school's principal testified that at least one parent complained that his son felt compelled to participate in the post-game prayer out of fear of losing playing time. The district also accused Kennedy of painting the situation as a breathless tale of authoritarian government forbidding private religious expression that relies on creative remodeling of both facts and the law. It said it only intervened when it determined that Kennedy's post-game prayers became demonstrations of faith that reflected on the district. Public school coaches can and do help students be better people, but spiritual guidance should come from students' families, houses of worship, and not the government, the district argued in its brief. Kennedy's lawyers argued in their brief to the Supreme Court that the Ninth Circuit's reasoning is incompatible with this court's precedents and the traditions of religious liberty they embody. Teachers and coaches remain individuals with First Amendment rights on school premises, and the suspension of the individual Religious expression of teachers and coaches is not permitted, let alone required by the First Amendment, it states. A friend of the court brief from Minnesota Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, Chicago Bears quarterback Nick Foles, and former NFL quarterback Drew Stanton and others support Kennedy and cites the practice of kneeling on the field during the national anthem to protest racial injustice. That practice, like Kennedy's prayers, is controversial. Courageous to some and offensive to others, they wrote. But if Joe Kennedy had taken a knee to protest racial injustice, the district almost certainly would not have argued that his speech was somehow the state's. Rather, there would have been no question that it was protected private speech. 
requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Google's document editor will begin to correct the language of what people type to be more inclusive, according to a report in The Telegraph. The article headline, Big Brother, sorry, big person, is correcting you on Google, outlines how the company is to implement inclusive warnings on Google Docs, suggesting that users refrain from using terms such as policeman or landlord because they are gendered. The warnings will alert users that what they have typed may not be inclusive to all readers while suggesting users consider using different words, offering woke corrections like police officer or property owner. The report notes, however, that even technical terms like motherboard fall prey to Google's woke correction. When Googling John F. Kennedy's inauguration speech, Google suggests that it should be corrected to for all humankind instead of for all mankind. Critics hit out at Google attempting to police and change language. The director of rights group Big Brother Watch calling it deeply intrusive. With Google's new assertive writing tool, the company is not only reading every word you type, but telling you what to type, she noted. This speech policing is profoundly clumsy, creepy, and wrong and often reinforcing bias. Invasive tech like this undermines privacy, freedom of expression, and increasingly freedom of thought, she added. A senior scholar in economic policy at the International Center for Law and Economics noted that not only is this incredibly conceited and patronizing, it can also serve to stifle individuality, self-expression, experimentation, and from a purely you to you utilitarian perspective progress. She explained, what if landlord is the better choice because it makes more sense, narratively in a novel? What if house owner sounds like, sounds wooden and fails to invoke the same sense of poignancy? What if the defendant really was a housewife and refers to herself as such? Should all written pieces, including written forms of art, such as novels, lyrics, and poetry, follow the same boring template? The feature on Google Docs, which could easily be shifted over to its search engine, is now on by default for what the company has turned enterprise-level users. Google has stated that assisted writing uses language, understanding models, which rely on millions of common phrases and sentences, to automatically learn how people communicate. This also means they can reflect some human cognitive biases. So here we have Google literally taking on the role of the Ministry of Truth from Orwell's 1984 policing language and making sure that its newspeak is implemented wherever necessary. That novel was a dystopian warning, not an instructional manual. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Rhode Island Democrats have introduced a bill that would double the state income tax for residents who have unvaccinated children. Yes. Mr. Samuel Bell, Democrats submitted the punitive bill last month, which orders all Rhode Island residents and taxpayers over 16 years old to receive the COVID-19 injection and boosters mandated by the state's director, of the Department of Health. Anybody who violates that order shall owe twice the amount of personal income taxes to the state. 
This act would mandate all residents 16 years or older to be vaccinated against COVID-19. If a resident is under 16 years of age, the resident would be required to be immunized against COVID-19 with the responsibility for ensuring compliance falling on all parents or guardians with medical consent powers. Additionally, any person who violates this chapter would be required to pay a monthly civil penalty of $50 and would owe twice the amount of personal income taxes. Okay. Okay, any person who violates this chapter shall be required to pay a monthly civil penalty of $50 and shall owe twice the amount of personal income taxes as would otherwise be assessed pursuant to Chapter 30 of Title 44. All employers must require proof of compliance with this chapter for any employee employed in in in-person work within the state of Rhode Island. Employers may choose to waive proof of compliance with this chapter for purely remote work. Any employer found to be, unknowing, to be knowingly in violation of this section for more than seven days shall be required to pay a monthly civil penalty of $5,000 for every violation. In order for parents to receive an exemption for a minor, they will need to have three different doctors state on record that the child is not fit for immunization and the child themselves will have to sign the form. Additionally, the state health department will have the power to investigate petition for exemption. Bell pointed to a survey hmm, conducted by Harvard, Northeastern, Northwestern, and Rutgers universities to justify the statewide vaccine mandate, claiming 65% of the residents support it. But actually that survey doesn't tell them that. They're just trying to use it. That's all. Praise the Lord. He's going to make you pay more taxes because you won't do what he wants you to do. Well, isn't that just charming? Isn't that just absolutely what you want from a public official? Amen. Brother Marshall, where are you? Amen. Calling Brother Marshall. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, I can't hear you so far. I cannot hear you so far. So maybe you need to push another button. Amen. We'll wait for you to push the button. Can you hear me here? Now I can hear you. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to talk to you on the landline. I'll switch it to the cell phone. Shut up this the landline. Just a minute. I have to switch my headset. Okay. There we go. Okay. Okay. Praise the Lord. Thank you for the vacation, Lord. You don't have to just use smoke signals. <laughs> I think of the wonderful, most amazing communication of all, that you, Heavenly Father, hear our petitions because Jesus is interceding with us. He said, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. And Isaiah, where is that, 43, 26. 
So we're putting in remembrance, Father, with the big brother Jesus, because he promised his father. I'm going to the, there we go. He promised his father that cut up with that. If two of you on earth agree to touch anything you ask, it shall be done in my father which is in heaven. So Father, we thank you for hearing our prayers. We ask for you, and I'm in agreement with Pastor Sabrina's uh, statements and her, her earlier prayer concerning this, as well as the prayers during the introduction of the worship service, Father, and all the prayers of the global saints involved in Miracle in that Church, particularly this uh, service tonight, Father. And we ask for your divine help. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Well, we're all whosoever, and we take the cup of salvation, we call upon your holy name, and as we deliver us from every plan, while in scheme of the enemy, all these mind-blinding spirits, all these spirits trying to cause confusion, Father God, you're not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Yeah, there are other churches where they may not have that peace. We thank you, Jesus, for paying the ultimate price, that we might have peace with our Heavenly Father, because you are the Prince of Peace, and you made peace by the blood of your cross when you hung on that tree. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. But it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, who might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Thank you for the Spirit, kind of by the Holy Ghost, Father God. Thank you, Father. He's joined unto the Lord as one Spirit. Jesus, we thank you for interceding for each of us. And Jesus, you said, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified and the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. You said, if two of you on earth, you raise such anything, ask it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. Father, we ask you to deliver us all, and all those who have interceded for all the family members, all the children, all those in harm's way, and not just those at the, at the elementary school in York, Pennsylvania, from this assault by the enemy, Father God, to try and bring in, try to keep out the living God, and even even a reference to him, Father God, from the public school in York, Pennsylvania, but all these other situations, Father God, where they don't want any mention of the true living creator God, because this was originally one nation under God, indivisible. And we thank you, Father God, for the Constitution. We thank you, Father God, that you honor covenants that people made the Mayflower Compact when those people put their lives on the line to come over on the Mayflower, Father God, and they made a, a covenant with you, Father God. We thank you for honoring that covenant, all the covenants of the people, even the indigenous peoples who have come into faith in the Lord Jesus and all those people. Pat Holiday, Father God, was part of American Indian. We thank you as, as well as uh, other background, Father God. I think she was part Scottish. We thank you, Father God, for all those like me, I'm, a, I'm one of those Mongols, Father God. But yet, we don't have to be Jewish, Father God. We don't have to be directly descended from Father Abraham, Father God. We thank we all, by, but we're all because of the blood of the covenant, Father God. We're all in faith because of that covenant, Father God. Because if we're Christ, then we're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise, according to your word in Galatians chapter 3. Thank you for your seed, Father God. We thank you for that seed planting your incorruptible seed in us. This is springtime. We ask you, Father, that all of us will plant that word deep in our hearts. And I think of the encouraging and challenging <clears throat> sermon that Pastor Sabrina gave us today. Really amazing, right on target. <clears throat> so we give all of our hearts to you, Father. And we ask you to keep us, our hearts, our minds, and our souls. We lift up our souls to you and all who have interceded for, including those at the school district, Father God, in York, Pennsylvania, and all those at this other school, and all those, Father God, and we pray for those who despitefully use us. If you can save their souls, save the souls of those in authority, Father God, the different lawyers and the different people, all those involved, Father God, even the lawyers representing the satanic group, Father God. If you can save their souls, Father God, save their souls. I heard about a, a divorce lawyer who actually got into reading the, the Bible, really, and said, wait a minute, I can't be a divorce lawyer. God said he hates divorce. 
Now, I know there's circumstances. There's people are unfaithful, and, <clears throat> but he's, that was his conviction. So, Father God, if you can convict that lawyer, you convict other lawyers that are representing things that are really displeasing to you. And we ask you to do so. But we don't presume, Father God, kind of a, that they're going to listen to me or anyone else. They're only going to listen to the Creator God because Jesus has all power in heaven and earth. As he says very, very clearly in Matthew 28, 18, he's Lord of all. And we think that he is Lord of all in Jesus' name. It's written in Acts 10.36. And as being Lord of all, he gives us that peace. We think of your peace, Lord. So Satan, you and all your underlings are perpetually bound. And not just from this group coming against the people at this elementary school in your Pennsylvania. And all these people trying to waste time and money trying to get people to believe that Oh, yeah, evolution must be right. We bind every spirit, every spirit of deception and lying and perversion, every occultic spirit, every mind control, twisting spirits, every spirit of insanity is bound in Jesus' name. We cancel their sign. You, Satan, and every single one of your underlings are bound in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There is all power in heaven and earth by the power of the Holy Spirit. For it is written, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, Matthew 18, 18. And Jesus says in Mark 3, 27, no man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. So Satan, you, the strong man, you, the mind blinder, are perpetually continually bound. That's what you refer to as the mind blinder over in Second Corinthians 4, 4, called the God of this world. You bind the God of this world. The spirits that work in the children of disobedience are bound in Jesus' name, including all those following Satan and his various plans, including psychology, which Pat Holiday and others have pointed out very, very clearly, that Young and all those were involved in things that were against the body of Christ. They were into things that were not scientifically bound. They were into things that were fabricated by the enemy. We bind every spirit of psychological fabrication and psychology and every lying spirit in Jesus' name. And Jesus says unto all of his saints, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered in Matthew 16, 16, Thou art the Christ the Son of the living God, the Christ, the Anointed One. Oh, and we overcome the accusers of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. The anointing removes and destroys the yoke of the enemy, as it is written in Isaiah 10:27. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Why is he called this? He is he's the only begotten Son. We're all, all, we're all others, sons and daughters. I don't, you know, we can say different... Google approved to term, but we're all sons and daughters living up with Jesus, the only begotten son, because he had the blood, of the, at the, of the innocent blood, the holy, holy blood. All of us were born with blood that was not completely innocent, but Jesus was born with innocent, completely innocent blood, supernatural, holy blood. And that's how we overcome the accuser of the brethren, by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, as it is written in Revelation 12:11. If we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, we love not our lives unto the death. That is, we love Jesus more than our physical life because we don't know where we're going. We're going to heaven as we've repented of our sins. That's Jesus to come live in our hearts. And we thank you for coming to live in our hearts, Lord, because we're the temple of the Holy Ghost. What? No, you're not. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. We're bought with an extraordinary price. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Ghost made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he, God, has purchased with his own blood. Marshall does not belong to the devil. Marshall does not belong to J.B. or anyone else. Marshall does not belong to the devil. Marshall does not belong to anyone but the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth and consequently to my Heavenly Father by a spirit of adoption. 
And Jesus answered and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, in Matthew 16:17. Flesh and blood have not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. Thank you, Abba, the divine revelations you give to the body of Christ. And I say unto thee, and thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Those are the words spoken by the living God, the word of the living God that's forever settled in heaven. Heaven and earth are going to pass away, but his words are forever settled in heaven. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth are bound in heaven, whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth are loosed in heaven. You, Satan, every single one of your unknowns, every spirit of insanity, every spirit of distraction, every spirit of pride, Leviathan, Kundalini, every ungodly and unclean spirit are bound, every dark spirit, every spirit of ungodly fascination, every spirit of antichrist and loving, all spirits of rebellion, every perverse and unclean spirit, all marine spirits, asmodus, asmodus, ingulus, succubus, every spirit, calling evil good and good evil are bound in Jesus' name because of the blood of covenant, in Jesus' name. And every spirit behind Darwin's false theory, and it is a false theory, as I found out many years after I got my degree in biology, and that was only by the grace of God in college. I did manage to get that, and thank you for that, Lord. Amazing grace. Kind of, not that I was a terrible student, it's just that there were some areas. <laughs> and you know, Lord, apart from you, I can do nothing, but I didn't know you back then, but I came to know you afterwards, and I found out that was just a theory. And I found out that Darwin got together with the Prime Minister of England and a bunch of people who put out some phony Bibles like the NIV, Hawcourt Embrace, and they had a seance in London where they had candlesticks floating around and stuff like that because what they were worshipping, the false god, the god of this world, bind every spirit and every demon in all those people worshipping Lucifer and the false god, the so-called kind of a light bearer, the, the spirits of people that say they're going to go kind of a set of a good, of a good, and put a noose around their neck and to, to go to Masonic lodges. We bind every one of those ungodly spirits associated with the lawyers and all those judges and everyone involved with Freemasonry and all the various politicians associated with, with all the false religions, including Freemasonry and kind of Eastern Star in Jesus' name, kind of a, including the person who's purportedly to be the vice president of this nation and most of the presidents of this nation have been associated with some of that perverse stuff, and I don't know about all of them, but kind of many of them have from what we've heard from reports that I don't know. They bind all those spirits of worshiping false gods, including every spirit, and trying to equate humans at the same level with animals. Jesus humbled himself to the death of the cross. And one of the places in Scripture he said he was likened unto a worm. Well, he really humbled himself. The creator God who came in the flesh took all of our punishments. He was made a laughingstock so we could be accepted in the beloved. He was despised and rejected so we could all be accepted in the beloved. And we thank you, Father God, for making us accepted in the beloved. We thank you for giving us Holy Ghost boldness. They that do know their God shall be strong and do. Do whatever you want us to do by the power of your spirit, not in our own strength. We thank you for that, Father. We ask for divine intervention, adjudication concerning this this Supreme Court case coming up uh, against Kennedy versus the Bremerton High School. Father God, we ask your divine help and intervention, Father God, in Jesus' name, that religious liberty will be held up to the degree and the way you want that's appropriate, Father God, in keeping with the original founding of this nation, Father God, not exalting Lucifer, but exalting the living God, Father, who created heaven and earth. And we thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. There are some Jewish people who actually, actually worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And there are others, like some Christians, that just give a lip service. They say they're a Christian, but what does that mean to them? 
that means they're a good person, but they're going to do whatever they feel like doing, whatever their darker inner spirits lead them to do, and they think that's just fine, but they forgot. We're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ in, in uh, where is that, Second Corinthians 5.10. Who every single person going to stand before? Some are going to stand before the white throne of judgment because they have totally rejected him. Father God, we ask for your divine help and intervention, Father God, so people have a chance to bow the knee before they leave their earthly bodies. In Jesus' name, including those in the school district that have brought this lawsuit against Coach Kennedy. In Jesus' name, and we ask for your divine help in every one of these situations, Father God. We thank you for the, some of the, the justices doing actually to stand up for what's right. Because the Supreme Court has been a little bit um, going along with some other agendas recently, Father God. In Jesus' name, you're refusing to hear the situation about the, the phony election that happened in 2020. We ask for you to, the violent Supreme Court will go the way you want. Because the most high rule of the kingdom of men, and give it to whomsoever he will. And even as you said in in Daniel, kind of a 425. And you say, Lord, in your word, and one of the saints posted it recently in the prayer room. I think it might have been today. I was reading that. In Psalm 75, is that where it is, Lord? And especially where your name is near. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. Help me, Father. For that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. How does his name be near? It says, draw nigh to God, and he'll draw nigh to you. Well, how do we do that? Oh, says, oh, we're named nigh by the blood. Oh, is the blood important? Oh, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Even AK posted that recently in Hebrews, was that 9.22? So we thank you, Jesus, you shed your blood. It was not inconsequential. It was the most important thing that's ever been done. The creator, living God, the word of God, poured out his innocent blood that we might be made every wood whole. And you said in the same Psalm 75, verses 6, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. God is the judge. He put it down one, he setteth up another. So, Father God, if there are any in the Supreme Court or any of the other courts, or any of this, perhaps in the school district in York, and all this in the school district, wherever this was, kind of coming against Kennedy, kind of in Bramerton, Father God, we ask you to re replace those that need to be replaced if they refuse to bow the knee to the living God in Jesus' name. We ask for divine intervention adjudication in Jesus' name. Concerning this nonsense, beginning to look exactly like the, the perversion from the book 1984 from, from uh, Big Brother Google in Jesus' name. And we ask that you send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God, on all these people. If they can, if you can save their souls, please save their souls. But we bind every demon trying to operate in them and all those handlers behind the scenes, not only handling them, but all the lawmakers trying to put out all this perversion and all this perversion against kind of those standing for the truth in Jesus' name, including those in the kind of in the uh, legislature at, uh, in Rhode Island in Jesus' name, trying to force people to be vaxxed. I don't remember reading the Constitution where the government has a, has a right to force people to do anything to defile their bodies if they deem that's not appropriate. Whatever happened to the um, international law that was passed after the Nazis did that thing with their experimentation on the Jews? What was that called? The Nuremberg Code? I think it was called that. Some people seem to have completely forgotten about that. And what about the HIPAA thing? When I was working as a nurse, HIPAA was suddenly became a big deal. Oh, you can't even get access to your own uh, daughter's, uh, you know, 
medical records because, well, now that she's 18 or whatever, now that she's an adult and, and you don't have access, she has to give you permission. Well, I just wanted to see what her look is like. No, 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 no. You have to get permission. So, Father God, now, but how all these people have all this to ask people, did you get the vax? And it's not even a vax. It's a gene-altering medication which has questionable ingredients. Many people have looked into these ingredients and questioned them, Father God. We ask you to grant your people wisdom and discernment what to do. And those coming into the body of Christ, including all the children, Father God, we know this is just a plan, <clears throat> an international plan, not just a one little group in a corner. Oh, we just want to we just want to try a little experiment just for fun, just to see what might happen. And we thank you, Father God, for the for the group. I think it was Banners for Freedom. They're not even a, a, a charity group. They're just going out there putting out billboards, Father God, to say how many people that have gotten the the jab have had adverse effects. I think it's over one million two hundred thousand adverse effects attributed to the so-called recent vax which is not like any kind of vax I had when I worked as a nurse. Not, no, no, no vax like we gave to our children. We didn't give all of our children, every one of the vaxes, because the, the side effects of the pertussis vax, the original one, was actually worse than just getting a whooping cough. So, Father God, we ask, Father, that you allow people to have the liberty, one nation under God, for the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, to make their own choices. We ask your divine intervention that you move on the people in the Rhode Island legislature, send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God, because that's what Jesus says in John 16, verse 8. The Holy Ghost comes to bring conviction. It's not my job. That's the Holy Ghost conviction. Help them to actually hear the word of God. Help them to actually look into the U.S. Declaration of Independence and Constitution, Father God, to know what they're supposed to be doing instead of what they're doing, being controlled by all those people working at drug companies, Father God, in Jesus' name. I heard about some people even, I couldn't believe it, even trickled down to the health food industry, that there's some people from, from, from health food companies, they want to wine and dine the people at health food stores to uh, endorse their particular products, Father God. But I know that was very, very prevalent and probably still is very, very prevalent, Father God, for people that were pushing drugs from almost all the pharmaceutical companies to get a hold of the doctors, the, the, uh, the nurse midwives, and all the different, oh, no, you need to get off of our drugs. You push our drugs. And we'll give you a free a membership at the golf course. We'll do, so all these put all these bribes and all this perversion. We find every spirit of bribe and greed and corruption, and every spirit of just kind of, and every spirit of ungodly fear in those that are refusing to stand up for the truth in Jesus. And Father, we ask you to grant the whole, send the Holy Ghost, Father, God, to bring conviction and help people to hear. Your word. Send your angels to read the word of God over them, Father God. And when they're asleep, and all those who've been to fall, we pray for all those in authority according to your word. In Jesus' name. All this so we might lead a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, Father. In Jesus' name. As you said in your word, I'm getting there. How many Lord, I should have that memorized by now, but I don't. First Timothy 2. God, help me to hide your word in my heart, let it will not sin against you. First Timothy 2, verse 1. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. How about all women, too, everybody? <laughs> but, Father, we give thanks for everyone you created in your image. I think it's over in Genesis 9-6. He that sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. 
Isn't that interesting? And you said you made of all men one blood. And there's some people that have been concerned that the vax is causing people's blood to be not innocent, not to be duchess of a, from Adam's fall, but to be perverted with some other viper-like DNA in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you to help the people, the body of Christ, to know what you want them to do and to encourage each of us to remember to pray over what we have taken advantage of. As I heard about a saint of God who had the same meal with all of his other fellow engineers when he went down to Mexico to work on a project, and he prayed over his food, and he did not have Montezuma's revenge, but all the other engineers, ah, you go ahead, we're going to just chow down. They didn't bother to pray. They all had dysentery. They all had whatever they had. They were up all night. Father got, but the next morning he was ready to go. Didn't have any problems because it says in your word, and I think that's also, is that in Timothy, Lord? Is that First Timothy 4 4? I think it is. You said, For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused. It was received with thanksgiving, for it's sanctified by the word of God in prayer. And I'm sorry I didn't finish praying your words, Father God, back to you, because I you told us to put you in remembrance. We're supposed to pray for kings and all in authority. We pray for all in authority, including those in the Rhode Island legislature and all the legislatures of every uh, state, every commonwealth of the United States of America, and every area, every nation. Yes, in France, if God have mercy on the people in France, if Macron gets back in again, Father God, have mercy on the people, trying to bring in all these perversions. Have mercy on the people in Italy, Father God, following the, all that weird stuff going on. Head about that. Have mercy on the people as they call themselves Roman Catholics, Father God. Pat Hall, they warned us that the, that this may be the last pope or the dark pope or whatever it is, worshiping Lucifer. Have mercy on all those in authority, Father God. Now, all might lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. But you said, but this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. And your eyes are red with wine. You know what's going on in each one of our hearts. You will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. For you said in verse 5 of 1 Timothy 2, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself his blood, his soul. He gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. We thank you for that blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel over each of us. So, Father, inspire all of your saints to pray over what we take advantage of, the food, the drink, and all that we take advantage of, Lord, in Jesus' name. And I know you've confirmed that out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, and it was in Mark 7, beginning around verse 15. Is that where it is, Lord? You said, for there's nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him, but the things which come out of him, these are the things that defile a man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Father, we ask you to give all those who have been seated for, those in authority, ears to hear, eyes to see, and new and understanding hearts, including all the descendants of every believer. And I know, Father, you said, when your mother and father forsake you, the Lord will take you up. So thank you for taking up Pat Hallberry's descendants, Father God, and all the children and grandchildren, Father God, in Jesus' name. And verse 18 of Mark chapter 7. Are you so without understanding, Jesus says? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him, because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly, and goeth out into the drop, purging all meats? Now, this isn't from an injection. This is from eating and drinking, right? And he said, that which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man from within. Out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within the defile of the man. So we bind in Jesus' name, in agreement, according to Matthew 18:19, and according to the word of the living God, according to Matthew 
got about that 1818. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. We bind every one of these perverse spirits. Got about that. Evil thoughts, adulteries, fornication, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things and every other related spirit, including rebellion against the living God, are bound. We cast their summons, not just those of the Rhode Island legislature, all the legislatures, state legislatures, national legislatures, not just the United States, not just Canada, every nation, and all those positions of authority, those titular heads that have been planted there, that have been put there by the equivalent of like the CIA, those people controlling elections, Father God, those people controlling things like they did down in Venezuela, trying to bring in, put about that, but what that Marxism trying to bring in kind of a fascism. We bind every one of those spirits behind all the ungodly isms and trying to control people. Every witchcraft curse returnedly assembled on the heads of spirits to send do those spirits and tend to do thus in Jesus' name because of the bloody covenant by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. And it's written kind of about that also in Proverbs 6, verse 30, in the third one. Men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. Everyone who is put on his first, because on the heads of his at least sevenfold can take a repetition. In Jesus' name, because of the bloody covenant by the power of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. And Jesus says over in Matthew 10, 26, Hey, one of those 300 plus nights that I'm not fearing. Fear them not. Matthew 10, 26. That's good advice. The rules of the Lord who purchased them for his own blood. Fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and his that shall not be known. So, Father God, we thank you that you're uncovering what's going on. We thank you, Father God, for those that are exposing what's going on during the so-called back to the back. In Jesus' name, we ask you, Father God, to inspire your children to make proper adjustments.